All right. Welcome back to the Detroit Sports Betters podcast. I am Matt Koalas from Detroit Sports Betters, and this is week 18 of the NFL season. Holy shit, did the season fly by? Do we laugh? Do we cry? I just don't know. But I do know we absolutely killed this season. We are 55 and 29 on the year. That is hitting at a 65% rate on the season. You know, I see people bragging about 55%, 52%, 60%, whatever. We went 65% on the season. We were in the 70% range for weeks on weeks. And today, today I have six plays because I want to make a push for that 66%, 67%. Let's see if we can get higher than that 65% hit rate. Okay, I want to try and get 60 wins on the season. Let's get it. Here we go. Week 18. But before I get into that, I have to shout out our proud partner in Prize Picks DFS, where if you haven't signed up with Prize Picks DFS just yet, I am honestly getting a little disrespected because what we do in Detroit Sports Betters with the podcast, with the YouTube, with the picks and plays all over the place, people literally pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars for. Guys, the way that this group's is by buying into the brands that buy into us, our proud partners. And PrizePix has invested in Detroit sports bettors, in the future of Detroit sports bettors and this community. And I would really appreciate it if you signed up with PrizePix DFS and use that code DSB when you do, because when you sign up with the code DSB, you get a 100% money match up to $100. Yes, you heard that correct. 100% money match guarantee up to $100. And PrizePix DFS is really cool. They have different style payouts where if you lose a couple legs, you still get paid, or you can do the traditional all or nothing with a higher payout. Okay. This is a really cool company. I expect them to grow a lot and go very far. So again, get in with prize picks DFS and use that code DSP. And also guys, again, this is week 18. So I'm just kind of going over everything, but check out the other brands related to us. Like myself, Serenity Medical CBD, you know, it is the new year. A lot of people are looking to get back into working out. You know, we have hand and body salves, just like Icy Hot. We have capsules that help with stress and anxiety. Same with the tinctures. A lot of it helps to generate blood flow, uh, deliver nutrients through to receptor sites and help you to recover faster, which ties directly into working out. And obviously the more that I, uh, can do with Serenity Medical CBD, the more content that I can create here. Okay, so I do. I greatly appreciate this community. It has been an absolutely awesome year. I'm thrilled, absolutely thrilled. We went around uh, 65%. And I'm hoping with the with the very last week, we can get this even higher. Okay, and then I have one, one last thing to talk about because I think there will be a lot of new people within the podcast. And that is because myself, Mike Sullivan and Kyle Bogey came out with a new brand. You guys may or may not have seen it. And this is Global Goats NFT. And if you're not a fan of the crypto, the crypto world, the NFT world, don't worry. We're not going to shove it down your throat. You are not going to see this in Detroit Sports Betters. We just want to make an announcement for those who are interested because the Global Goats NFT is going to be sports oriented and sports gambling oriented. Everything is built off the famous 23 GOAT number, Michael Jordan. Don't you dare say LeBron James because Michael Jordan is the GOAT, will always be the GOAT. He's just the undisputed GOAT. Okay, and that's what this community is all about. Global Goats NFT, 
If you guys are interested, highly recommend checking it out. The Discord is over 2,000 people in three days, which is absolutely insane. Just a very passionate community in terms of crypto, NFT, and sports gambling. We do have a sports gambling section in there as well. So highly recommend checking that out. But that's it, guys. Here we go. Here we go. All business, all football going forward. Okay, like I said, I have six plays today. I am trying to hit that 60 win mark. We are 55 and 29 on the year. If we could go like 60 and 30, I'd be pretty proud of that. I'd be pretty happy to give you guys 30 wins. Okay, that would just be awesome. Let's get into it. I'm feeling pretty good about this week. As always, guys, you need to monitor every single week COVID is still out there. A lot of people can get sick very fast. Spreads will change. Over-unders will change, okay? Injuries, you know, this is also week 18. You need to understand what teams need to play people and what teams do not, okay? So with that being said, let's get into it. We are starting off with the Pittsburgh Steelers going up against the Baltimore Ravens. That is a minus four spread currently. And you guys have heard me talk about these two teams all year and how overrated I think they are. I think I was correct in both. I also need to point out the fact that, you know, preseason and throughout the season, Cincinnati Bengals, guys, I told you guys, plus 2,500 division winner. I was saying it. You know what I mean? We've had some sick futures on this podcast as well. But back to the Steelers, back to Baltimore. I'm on Baltimore minus four here. Okay, for one, the Steelers lose one day of rest and preparation because they played on Monday night. As for the Baltimore Ravens, they are looking to get right and avenge that week 13 loss after going for that two-point conversion against the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they did not get it. Okay, and then you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers, potentially the most inconsistent team in the entire NFL, and the statistics actually back it because the Steelers are 0-4 against the spread after a straight-up win. And then you look at the Baltimore Ravens, they are 4-1 and after a straight-up loss. So the statistics are backing the Baltimore Ravens here as well. And then when you look at the team's strengths, okay, the Steelers are better. They've actually gotten better at running the football in comparison to throwing the football. They won't have Deontay Johnson in this game. And then as for the Baltimore Ravens, they have one of the top rush defenses in all of football. Yes, their pass defense is suspect, but... If they shut that run game down and it's all on Big Ben Roethlisberger, I don't see a way Baltimore does not cover this minus four spread. I just think the Steelers are too bad. I like it with Lamar Jackson in. I like it with Tyler Huntley in. Either one, I think they cover the spread. And then in addition to that, Baltimore is at home. They are eight and three over their last 11 at home in Baltimore. They need this game more than the Pittsburgh Steelers. I like Baltimore here. Take Baltimore minus four. Moving on, we have the Seattle Seahawks going against the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals have a minus six and a half spread in this one. And that's exactly where we will be going once again. You guys remember last week, Arizona Cardinals plus six and a half against the Cowboys. I said this was one of those perfect spots for the Cardinals to come in, cover the spread and potentially get that upset. Okay. And they did get that upset. I think that's what this team needed to right the ship. Okay, you know, they started the season seven and no, four and five since going seven and no, so a little bit of a rough patch, but beat the Dallas Cowboys, who are one of the better teams in all of football, one of the better defenses in all of football. 
Now they are at home going against the Seattle Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks are 0-5 against the spread when facing a team with a winning record on the road. Okay, that holds true here. And then in addition to that, the Seattle Seahawks are 3-12, and 3-12 when coming off a win, or against the spread when coming off a win. I'm sorry about that. Which again, once again, it holds true. The Arizona Cardinals, too, they have their backs up against the wall. They really need this win. You know, they are still in division contention. The Rams have not clinched just yet. So, again, that really does make me side with the Arizona Cardinals here. The Seattle Seahawks have a lot of players, six key players who may not suit up this weekend. So, once again, I think a lot more is just going with the Arizona Cardinals here. I think the Seattle Seahawks are just ready to get out of this season. Um, there's kind of a storm cloud over the Seattle Seahawks right now with Pete Carroll, with Russell Wilson, with DK Metcalf, you know, and then you're facing a Cardinals team who in their 11 wins this season, nine of those 11 wins have come by seven or more points. The Seattle Seahawks defense is not that good. The Seattle Seahawks offense can just go stone cold you know, three and out, three and out, three and out, which never makes sense because they have, you know, with weapons like DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Russell Wilson, you know, Rashad Penny had a great, great game last week and basically ruined one of my fantasy championships, but it do be like that sometimes. We move on. You know, I had three fantasy championships last week, actually, and I got one, just one. But, you know, you can't be mad at making three fantasy championships. When you win a fantasy championship, I think every single time you realize how difficult it truly is, you know. And uh, I'm in four key leagues. I've won one league four out of six years, lost this year, though. Another one I've won two out of six, and the other one I've won two out of six. And one I've been in four or five years, I can't recall, and I was in the championship this year and lost. So that was the one I wanted, but I didn't get it. So hopefully you guys had some fantasy championship wins too. Um, if you're ever interested, we can cover that a little more in depth leading up to the regular season next year. Um, but you guys do know I cover the futures. I cover some fantasy stuff. I do a little bit of everything. But back to the Seattle Seahawks and the Arizona Cardinals. That was really about it for that game. You know, the Cardinals have covered nine of their 11 games by seven or more points. Going against Seattle, I think this is a team that just went out of the season. I will be on the Cardinals minus six and a half here. More to play for. Take the Cardinals. Moving on, we have the Atlanta Falcons at home against the New Orleans Saints. Falcons are getting four at home here, and that is exactly where I'm going to go in this one. I personally just don't think the Saints are that good. Yes, I understand that defense is very, very solid, a top 10 defense. But and, and the Atlanta Falcons offense is not that good either. They struggle to run the football. The Saints have a great run defense. But this is a rivalry game. The Saints are eight and eight. They are not, they're not eliminated just yet. Doubtful they get in, but not eliminated. In these rivalry games, though, when teams like the Atlanta Falcons have a chance to play spoiler, I like siding with that. The Saints, on the other hand, have two key players potentially going to miss on the offensive side of the football, and that is Ryan Ramchek, Ramchek and Tyron Armstead, which are key pieces of the offensive line. You know, again, this is a low total, about a 41-point total, and when it's a low total, bad teams, and the home team is getting points, we've talked about this. This is generally where I'm going to side because when you have those low totals as well, that means the team giving points is going to have to separate themselves and stay within that. 
So it does. It just makes things far more difficult. I tend to side with the team getting points in low total games, especially if it's a rivalry game. And Matt Ryan is the far better quarterback when comparing both teams. The Saints have had a lot of quarterback struggles as of late with Trevor Simeon, Taysom Hill. Uh, I can't even remember that one guy who came in and, you know, the poor soul just, it was a rough one for him. God, what was his name? I don't know. Either way, I'm going to be on the Falcons plus four here. Again, rivalry game at home, low total, neither team that good. I'll side with the Falcons here. Moving on to the San Francisco 49ers going on the road against the LA Rams. And I've been a little, this isn't one of my more confident picks, but I am going to side with San Francisco here. Like I said, I'm trying to get to that 60 win mark. So I'm putting a couple more plays in than I usually do, but San Francisco 49ers plus four and a half against the LA Rams. This is a huge game for both teams and it's a rivalry game. So once again, I like to side with those teams getting points. Rams need to win to clinch the division and the 49ers need to win to keep their playoff hopes alive. Quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo of the San Francisco 49ers is, due back this week but I see it staying close with Jimmy G or with Trey Lance you know um, on the other side we look at the LA Rams and Matt Stafford has not been playing the most ideal football that we have ever seen Matt Stafford play he is making stupid mistakes he has thrown pick sixes on, on numerous times and if he does that against the San Francisco 49ers I do expect this to stay close Yes, on the other side of the football with Jimmy Garoppolo, he kind of tends to do the same thing. But but I do think they're going to bring in Trey Lance a little more with how he played last week. They're going to let Trey Lance use his legs, maybe some of those quarterback powers on the edge, stuff like that. Both teams have a ton to play for here. That's generally why I like to side with those plus four and a half points. San Francisco is definitely one of those teams that you do not want to play in the playoffs. And they're going to do everything in their power to scratch, claw, whatever, to get in, you know? So again, I do expect this to stay close. I do believe, I do believe that the Rams win. This isn't one that I'm thinking goes the other way. It could obviously, but I mean, the 49ers won the first one, but I do think the Rams win this one by three, four and a half is too much. I think this is a close game and comes down to who makes more plays late. I'll be on the 49ers plus four and a half. Moving on, we have the Tennessee Titans on the road going against the Houston Texans. This is a minus 10 spread for the Tennessee Titans, and that is exactly where I will be going in this one. The Tennessee Titans are currently 11-5 and on the season and are in the hunt for a first-round bye with the Kansas City Chiefs, which is honestly crazy to even talk about after how bad they were playing midseason with Derrick Henry getting, uh, getting injured. But Derrick Henry is actually potentially even due back this week or for the playoffs. As for the Houston Texans, they are currently tied for fourth for the worst record in the league. And I can't imagine they would want to fight and ruin their draft position. When you look at the Tennessee Titans, too, they have one of the more difficult defenses in all of the NFL. And the Houston Texans truly have a lot of difficulty moving the football, you know, with Davis Mills going against a Tennessee defense who rushes the quarterback well, they just play stout defense on all three levels. And with the Titans really wanting this team or wanting this game, a buy would be enormous for the Titans because they could give Derrick Henry one more week. They're going to get a full week of practice to get him back into the offense, to get him adjusted. 
to, you know, get that mesh point down again. It's enormous. It's enormous. So I really do think the Tennessee Titans are going to come out. They're going to play extremely hard on offense, on defense, on special teams, all sides of the football. And I think they will. I think they'll cover this minus 10 spread. It's tough for me to see the Texans getting more than 14 points. And if that's the case, I think the Titans can score at least 27, fairly easy. My prediction would be a 27 to 10 final score for the Tennessee Titans. So again, I will be with the Tennessee Titans minus 10 here. This game means far more to the Titans in terms of playoff positioning, in terms of getting that bye week. And then on the other hand, you have the Houston Texans, who all they want is a solid draft pick. It's not time to, to mess it up. Take the Tennessee Titans minus 10 here. And then lastly, you guys know I do not cover college football. I don't even really watch college football. And that's honestly because of how hard I focus on the NFL. And right when the NFL is done, I'll be back to the NBA. I'll have my NBA articles up. I will be doing NBA-style podcasts. And, you know, whatever is current at that time, I'll be talking about the UFC as well. But we still have the playoffs, guys. I will always be covering the playoffs. Uh, the picks and plays will be a little different because – obviously far less games to choose from, but I still will give my opinions. I still will give picks and plays on the playoffs where I'm leaning, but please understand that the confidence levels won't be to the extent that I'm giving right here. You know, it'll be more so about kind of like this national championship game. I do have teams though, that I will definitely be fading in the playoffs. Uh, Tampa Bay Bucks will definitely be faded at plus 750. I think the injuries to Chris Godwin, AB leaving, Mike Evans injured. It's just too much. You know, I love Tom Brady. He's the absolute GOAT. I'm not sleeping on him. Don't you dare say that. But it's just too much, man. Chris Godwin was playing at uh, an, a Pro Bowl level this year. AB, when he was in the games and not taken off his jersey or whatever. I mean, what a story that whole thing is, too. I can't wait to see how that, that all unfolds. But it's just too much. And then with that storm cloud of distractions hanging over your head, Bucks plus 750 is a huge fade for me. Another huge fade for me is the Tennessee Titans plus 1200. Uh, I respect what they have, but do you really see Ryan Tannehill potentially bringing a team to the Super Bowl and winning with plus 1200 odds? No, you're out of your mind. Won't be doing that. I'd much rather the San Francisco 49ers at plus 3100. You know, so those are two teams that I will 100% be fading. I'll probably, I would also probably fade the Arizona Cardinals. To me, a quarterback like Kyler Murray, I just don't see him winning a Super Bowl, at least with the team that he has currently. He needs a lot of pieces around him. He, to me, he's just too small. There's just too many things that can happen. You know, you get, you get a ball tipped, batted down on a, you get something batted down on the fourth down. You get a ball tipped up in, in the air for a key interception. It's just tough when you can't see over the line like that. So I'm not a believer. He would have to prove me wrong. But those are three teams that I will not be siding with heading into the NFL playoffs. But I was going to give you my national championship pick. So I'm sorry I went on a little tangent there. But for me, again, I don't follow college like, like I used to just because I've dove so hard into the NFL. But if I were to go anywhere, it would be Alabama. You're giving me Nick Saban, Bryce Young, plus points. That's where I'm going to go in this one. Uh, again, I don't know a ton about college football. Georgia looked great against Michigan. But once again, I think Michigan just suckered me in and um, let me down as usual. You know, I, I don't know. I, I'd be curious to hear what other people think about Michigan making the playoffs. Like, great, we beat Ohio State. That was awesome. 
But as always, we just did what we always do. We, we get we typically it's lose to Michigan State, lose to Ohio State, make a bowl game, get rolled. This time it was just lose to Michigan State, beat Ohio State, great, make the playoffs, get rolled. So I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, but I mean, <laughs> I'd be interested to hear what other people do. But again, national championship, Bama plus two and a half. Don't know much about it. Not much science behind it. I would just side with Bryce Young and Nick Saban. But let's recap week 18 picks and plays. And how weird is that to even say week 18? But let's do it, guys. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers going against the Baltimore Ravens. We will be with the Ravens minus four here. We have the Seattle Seahawks going against the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals are minus six and a half. We will be with the Cardinals here. We have the Atlanta Falcons plus four going against the New Orleans Saints. We will be with the Falcons plus four. We have the San Francisco 49ers going against the LA Rams. We will take the San Francisco 49ers at plus four and a half. We have the Tennessee Titans at minus 10 on the road going against the Houston Texans. We will have the Tennessee Titans Minus 10, fighting for that buy. And then the national championship game, a little bonus pick. Don't know shit about college football, but we will take Alabama. Nick Saban, Bryce Young, plus two and a half. Seems good to me. Okay, so those are six picks for week 18. And I forgot to say that we went four and one last week. Uh, that's why we are 55 and 29 now. Congrats to all who tailed. I appreciate you guys reaching out to me, um, saying how you've uh, really enjoyed following the picks, the information all season long. Again, this podcast will continue into the playoffs. When the playoffs are done, we move to the NBA. When the NBA is done, we move into NBA playoffs. When the NBA playoffs are done, we move to NFL futures, college, UFC, whatever. Okay. This is, this brand is expanding. We are getting more and more under the brand 25 umbrella. We will be moving into a new facility and we'll be putting in a podcast studio as well. So again, not really currently, but as time progresses, we will be looking for more and more talent. You know, I do not talk the MLB. I know nothing about the MLB. I have friends in the NHL, but I don't know much about the NHL. As time goes on, we will be looking for more and more people to talk about other sports. Okay. This is a, like I said, we are growing, we are moving out, getting into our own facility. And uh, I just got to say how much I appreciate the Detroit sports betters community, Metro Detroit golfers community, and now the global goats community. You know, a lot of the individuals from global goats are coming over and listening to the Detroit sports betters podcast, because again, this is an NFT that is built around sports and sports gambling, you know, basically my life, Kyle's life and Mike's life. So again, guys, we couldn't do any of this without the support of the communities and that's what makes me so proud to have a record like we do this year and to give back and to hopefully give you guys some wins, to put some money in your pocket. And, you know, when you have some money in your pocket, you're feeling a little bit better. The stress is a little a little less. You can go do something you like. You can go get a couple beers with the boys, you know, take the wife out, girlfriend out, whatever it may be. I am very proud to do that and very proud to be part of all of these communities. And with that being said, Let's get it in week 18. Let's see if we can't hit this 60 win mark on the year. That's 66% win percentage. Last year, I was at 62%. So there's no chance I get less than that. Um, so beat, beat last year's and uh, very excited to do this again next year and do it again in the playoffs. And as always, guys, I am Matt Koalas from Detroit Sports Betters. Have a great week. Good luck. And I am out. Peace out, y'all.